Progate Racing. Show us your tips. Cox Plate Preview Day. Uh, one of my favourite days racing of the year. Following up uh, one of my fav day, favourite days at racing of the year last Saturday. So, fantastic time to be a racing fan. A fantastic card at Mooney Valley. Not so sure about the Roundwick card, but we'll get to that later. Uh, Beaver, but uh, yeah, spring is in the air. It's good to be alive. Spring is in the air. Racing is good and... Uh Life is good, so uh, can't complain. Hard to complain. So uh, before we get stuck into the preview, uh, good good fan of the show, good man Toby has written and just asked our thoughts on uh, Mask Crusader in the Everest, what we thought of the run, and what we thought the future might hold for him. So any thoughts there, Beaver? Yeah, oh, look, mate, um, hard to miss the run. It was outstanding. Um, it was at the back. I think we talked about on the show, we were a bit concerned that it might have to give... Uh, the horses like Nature Strip too far a start. Um, it did. It wasn't much too far a start because uh, a couple more bounds and uh, Mask Crusader wins. Uh, it was just a fantastic run. Uh, it's a fantastic horse when the pace was on. Um, it certainly got closer and finished closer than probably what I thought it would. Mm. Um, it, was, it, it was an outstanding ride to weave through the field again if it probably has to pull to the outside and fly home, um, maybe it doesn't get as close. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think, look, the future's bright for, for Mars Crusader. It just seems to be going from strength to strength. Um, yeah, maybe the 1,300 or 1,400 is a go for yeah, Mars Crusader. Yeah, I thought about that as well. Just think, I don't know what's left in the spring for, for say, a 1,400-metre race, but... Um, it did bound in air too, we didn't mention, but at the start, bound in air, which possibly cost it the race, but hard not to miss the run. And uh, I'll just show you look now. Uh, I think, I think, I think goes, the thing about Mask Crusader sorry. is it, it has to sit out the back and it has to be ridden cold. I think if you tried to bustle it early, um, I, don't, I just don't think it can produce that powerful finish. So I think there is only one way to ride it. Um, and that was it, the last two starts. And, again, it, it's probably only been beaten a lick by the best sprinter um, in the world or is, is classed as the best sprinter in the world. So that's uh, that's no mean feat. So the future's bright, I think, um, if it can come up like it has this prep into next preparation, then maybe the Everest next year um, is well within its reach. So it, uh, it's it been to 400 metres in the all-age stakes. It was about a length off them in the, the Coldy one. I think it's a better horse now. Uh, and I think it was a fast track that day. Absolutely. Uh, so any sting out's a, a plus. Uh, interesting. It could be interesting to see it up the straight, that slower pace, if it does go to yep. the, what is it, the Pat, the used to be the Patnik VSC Classic or whatever it is. Uh, maybe, especially looking at what's in going around the Melbourne sprint on tomorrow night, uh, it, it'll eat up anything down in Melbourne, uh, you know. I think it's a horse you can follow if it goes south. I think I'd pretty much tip it. But are they talking about taking Nature Strip to that race? I was going to say, I was gonna say unless Nature Strip's there, uh, you can back it away from Nature Strip um, pretty confidently, I think. I don't know what's left in 1,400 metre land or 1,600 metre land down there now. Uh, I think it's all fillies and mare stuff for the cup, uh, cup week um, off the top of my head. Uh, I think it's a run-on sprinter, uh, essentially, though. I probably wouldn't be trying to go too far further, but I don't think a slow 1,400 would be in its... Look, my advice to house. Toby would be... Follow it. If you like the horse, keep following it, keep backing it. You won't finish behind. I think so. Um, 
He probably summed it up quite well, Beaver. We don't need to spend too much more yeah. on it. Let's get to Mooney Valley where... Uh, thanks for the support. Big shout out there. Uh, and anyone else that wants to write in and ask some questions, we can ponder a bit more closely uh, as time goes on. Uh, jump on, leave a comment on YouTube and the PRG, PRG boys will pass it on to us or uh, jump on our socials, uh, Twitter, Facebook and uh, everywhere like that. You can also find us on Spotify if you want to just listen in the car or walking the dog like a few friends of the show do. But let's get to the Mooney Valley, where it is Cox Plate Day. There, I don't think there's been as much rain as was predicted in either state. There's supposed to be some rain yeah. throughout the afternoon. Uh, the rails in the true. I, I'm thinking, you know, 10 races in, they're going to be getting off the fence uh, after the Friday night. It is true both nights. I don't mind that. Uh, we have seen the outside give out when it's got really wet. We have seen the inside give out. So we'll wait and see. But I, I've treated it as run on by the end of the day. I don't know what your thoughts, uh, thoughts are there, Beaver. Yeah, I think that's probably about right. I think they'll probably get to the middle of the track and uh, swoop around the corner. Beautiful. Uh, shall we kick off? Well, we kick off with the two-year-olds. Uh, uh, a lot unraced in English, Benner, over the 1,000. Uh, have you got anything from all these unraced types here? Uh, no, mate. I, I found it's really hard to line up a really open affair. Um, pretty tough here. Um yeah, no, I think nothing that really stood out, mate. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to really commit too much to this race and spend a great deal of time on it. Uh, Equivocal's jump out was quite good, uh, but, the, yeah, we'll, we'll know more after these races, especially down in Melbourne. Uh, with In regards to these two-year-olds going forward, it is sales restricted, so there's also, uh, I don't think, I think the early two-year-olds, gen, generally the Magic Millions horses tend to be a bit more forward, so uh, we'll see what this brings in terms of the future of the English race. Uh, race two is that we stay over the 1,000 with the open handicap for the sprinters. Uh, you want to lead us away here? Yeah, look, uh, good little race, this one. I, I kind of went looking for something away from Starry Legend and I just kept coming back to it purely because I just think it gets the right run here. I think it from gate two, it jumps straight on, straight on the bunny here. I don't see too much challenging it. Um, to be brutally honest, in the lead and probably just gets away with just too many cheap sectionals. So I, I kind of, Ranting's a horse I think's got plenty of ability um, and certainly certainly goes well enough fresh, but uh, tried well in excess funds. But I think Starry Legend just gets the right run here and over the 1,000 metres jumps to the front and I think it probably wins. Starry's also in Friday night in a three-year-old race as well over the 1,000, so keep oh, going. right. Keep an eye on that. I'm not sure. I haven't seen any updates where it's going. Uh, exciting, yeah, young horse. Uh, if we're talking swoopers, I like Dexalation's return in Adelaide, uh, chasing a fast one. I think he was here in all banter. Uh, but Honest Little Mare, or Ali Boom, I should say. Uh, Honest Little Mare and um, by Mare, I mean Gelding. Honest Old Gelding, uh, who will run well here. Ranting is talent horse I've always had an opinion of. And, and Star is... Uh, you know, sort of the obvious in that it's going to be on pace, and uh, if that's how the valley's playing, you know what you're going to get with it. So uh, hopefully the first two will give us a decent lead. Tend to find at the valley you can make a call early about pattern. You don't need to by race three. You sort of know where the pattern is here, uh, so we'll know after this uh, and can set up the rest of the day. Twelve hundred meter listed race for the Phillies is race three, uh, where I liked the I liked the run of New York Baby. Uh, 
back to the scene of its uh, oh, coming to the valley after chasing Sneaky, after getting run down by Sneaky Five, who's in the market in the Manicato tomorrow night. Uh, was the best of the uh, ones close to the rail in that race, and I think has Robidira covered, and as a result has everything else in the race covered. So I was quite happy to, to be with the favourite here, like the draw, like Damien Oliver. Um, so I'll kick off the you know my betting on the program with New York Baby, I would suggest. Uh, what are you thinking? I'm going to flip it the other way. I'm going Rabadira. I'm pretty keen on Rabadira in this. I thought um, I thought it was absolutely given no chance last start. Um, it was jog trotting behind them and just couldn't get a run. If it gets a clear run, I'm pretty confident it would have finished pretty close to winning that race. Um, I think it gets the right run here, but it's not going to get locked in. So I'm pretty confident. James McDonald can give this a good run, and this will this will be right in the finish here. Uh, Four dollars, good price for me. Uh, one of the dangers, Star Waltz. Waltz. It wasn't. It didn't get much luck last start after coming off a good win. Um, I think he can run well. How big's the J Mac effect tomorrow? First time we see him down south, uh, and with some of their their other big hitter jockeys not there. Uh, is he a big on a big jockey change? I imagine all through the card for you. Oh, absolutely. Um, he's the best in the business and, yeah, he's always – you probably get a little bit shorter price because he's on him, but mm. uh, there's a reason for that. Yeah, he does win a lot. Uh, race four is a 1,200-metre red anchor uh, for the boys this time. Not the most inspiring race, but, um, look, I was, I was pretty impressed with what Dosh did, actually, in the Scalacci. I thought he was very brave on pace. Uh against the older horses, comes back here and I think it'll be hard to beat. I think gate eight can get right across. There's not a ton of pace inside and um, was was happy to be with him. What are you thinking? Yeah, I thought uh, Dosh is certainly going to be one of the hardest to beat, but I, I landed on Mornington Glory. I uh, mm-hmm. really liked Mornington Glory's uh, first start when it won and then uh, was a, was a big step up in grade last start. Um, and I didn't think it was was too bad a run. It went to, I think, what was it, a Group 2 race? Yeah, and the Kalos race, yeah. Yeah, Kalos uh, the General Bow race. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I thought it was I thought it was pretty honest in that race uh, and ran well enough, and I think it can it be improved by that. It was only its second race start. Um, so I thought Mornington Glory provided good value. Cool. Yeah, you, uh, you were keen, quite keen on um, up the straight there, second up. Race five is the Phillies Classic over the mile, uh, another group two. See a fair bit of this form come through the back from the Guineas 10 days ago. Uh, is that the way you're looking? Not quite, no. I've landed on Maracana. Okay. Uh, two starts, two wins. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it can win three out of three. Uh, it's drawn off the track, which probably means it has to go forward. Um, but it's wins that it's had um, are pretty good. And those, those winning races, uh, I think the form ties in nicely uh, with that, with with some of the other horses that it's beaten. Uh, it's got uh, Brett Pebble, Pebble aboard and O'Brien's going good. So uh, Maracana to continue on its winning ways and make it three from three. Uh, I don't like that it's favourite and I 
think it's been overplayed because of the no luck. But uh, Harris, I thought, was tracking into the guineas very well before he or before she almost fell. Uh, gets a 10-day back up here. Again, drawn for the blending run and happy to, to look that way. I'm, I'm going away from the Vianello race, which was, we said beforehand was pretty ordinary and we didn't learn a lot out of. Uh, Maricana, obviously, lightly raced, uh, more upside than some of these, and I made a case last week for I like big putts, and it's still 30s, just had no luck in its last start, and uh, I'll probably have a small bet on that just uh, to save it, and the rest of them I'm, I'm happy to play around. Sounds like your putt. Yes. Not much luck. Exactly. Um, the Crystal Mile, race six, is next. Uh, we see the two uh, brown and horses in the market here and Buffalo River going around once more. Uh, what are you thinking here for the, the the other feature on the card? Yeah, look, mate, I think Elephant's uh, a super bet in this. Um, it, from gate two, it's probably just going to sit on the back of Buffalo River. It'll go forward. Um, and that'll give it the right track into the race here and just be able to roll out off the back of Buffalo River into the straight and uh, cross the line first. I thought, you know, it, its last start wasn't the worst run in the world. It was behind some pretty good horses in on Thunderstruck, Tafane and the likes. And prior to that, um, was just outstanding. This is a much weaker affair than probably nearly all the races it's been in uh, this preparation. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty keen on Elephant. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to sit right on Buffalo River's back. And uh, with even luck, pokes its head in front around the 200, just off the top of the bend there, and races away and wins. Uh, flying his preps. Yeah, no luck last start. And uh, I'm just not sure Buffalo River runs a mile. I think it's a wet track 400-metre horse. And uh, we'll set it up nicely here. Uh, away from that, I don't think there's any, you know, the other best horse in the race, I think, now is Romancer. And do I really want to back it? Not really. So... Happy to take the around two dollars fifty, three dollars two seventy, I should say, uh, elephant here, and I'm um, pretty keen. Uh, don't know if I've added much yet. I've seemed to have found a lot of favourites at the valley, so give them strength. This yeah, look, thing. I think I think that's right, but I think you know there's some really nice bets there, um, yeah. and it's hard to find anything. You know, a lot of things outside of that. So uh, sometimes you just got to go with what appears to be the obvious. Uh, in the Crystal, uh, in the Drum and Golf Vars over the, the uh, Cox Plate distance for the three-year-olds, is Forgot You the obvious? Absolutely. Um, it's a quality horse and they've got bigger plans for this. Uh, if you go back to the Guineas, um, it had the fastest 200, I think, in yeah. the race, last 200. Uh, it finished off harder than Anima. Um, so it appears to be looking for... This distance, uh, if it's going to win the the derby, um, it need to be winning this. Yeah, don't have anything to add. I think it's uh, one of the best bets on the card, one of the best bets around the country. I like the draw by this stage, as I mentioned. Um, it's probably, we're looking down the outside, and its best runs have all been at the Valley. He's done some freaky stuff here, uh, as well as coming out of the hot guineas, who, uh, spoilers, I'll be mentioning when I get to my Cox Plate tips. And uh, easy bet to have, and looks like it's a, I probably should have taken the price this afternoon. Uh, but yeah, keen to back it. Uh, if little Akihiro turns up here under J Mac, it it fits in, I think, better than some of this other Melbourne form. And again, good luck to uh, uh, to Carol and Jace. Um, got another one going around in their army. 
So, but I think Forgot You will win this and probably start favourite in a derby. I'm not sure it'll start favourite in the derby, but... Well, the thing on Wednesday was uh, not too bad. I can't think of its name now. Um, isn't isn't Gunstock or whatever it is. Gunstock was good. Current favourite. And what one on... What one on Geelong on Saturday in the Classic? On Wednesday, I should say. Ah, it'll come to me. Uh, not sure. Uh, anyway. Just having a look now. While you do that, I'll... Uh, I forgot, forgot you use 350 gun stock, $4. Yeah, okay. Uh, Chutaka. Chutakaka, that's the one. Chutakaka, $13. Yeah. better as it gets further. But I don't know. I thought gun stock would be favourite. It might still be. Tomorrow will play a big part, and I don't know if we'll learn it because it should beat them, but anyway. Yes. Race 8. Probably probably comes in. Yeah. Race 8, the... uh, 2,500-metre Mooney Valley Gold Cup. You're giving another chance to Floating Artist? I'm actually going to go for Pondus. Okay. Just um, a bit fresher. Second up here, I think uh, 2,500 uh, definitely suits it. Uh, ran 2,500 last start uh, behind Grand Promenade and Charlie Rose. Charlie Rose come out and frank that form midweek. Um, I think Pondus will be further improved by that. They're obviously looking for a cup cup start. Um, so I suspect it'll, they're expecting it to run well here. Floating artist, I was just I was so disappointed with its went too run slow. last start. Just went too slow. Let the others chase it. It should have rolled along. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Um, but that's still – it just still concerns me um, here. And, yeah, for that reason, I've just gone for Pondus. Um, yeah, not going to. What do you think? I, I'm, I'm forgiving Floating Artist. I think it, it should have rolled along. I think Pondus being here uh, and La Donde V being here helps because it's going to put some pace into this race. And uh, if I'm if my feeling's right, it'll be the best stayer and the uh, the pace here will suit. Uh, we, do, though, we do know, though, that Harpo Marks will stay uh, coming off the Metrop. And that potentially could be better form for this than the Melbourne stuff. So that'll be my main danger. Pondos will roll along on pace there and uh, is, is honest, but uh, hasn't won for a while. So I was forgiving Floating Artist, and I think it's a good chance to get that money back here. Uh, does the weather play a part by now? Not sure. I think it should be fine. Race 9, the uh, Cox Plate is the feature. Wait for Age Championship of Australia. Uh, cracking little field, very interesting field of 10. Uh, what are you thinking, Beaver? I'll give you first crack here. Of course you will. Um, Take it if you want. Look, I I, no, no, look. It's only a small field, 10 runners, um, and I think you can narrow down the chances quite quickly uh, in, in this race. I think there's only three or four genuine chances here. Uh, I've settled on Zaki. Okay. I am going to forgive Zaki um, for its last run. I think that's why you're getting three dollars. I think if you, I think if Zaki won last start, you'd probably be getting dollar sixty. Um, so you're almost getting double the price. I think based on the fact that again, its race wasn't run to suit last start, and maybe that's a chink in the armor. Uh, maybe it was just a bit of an anomaly. Um, I'm banking on it being a bit of an anomaly. 
Um, its form prior to the last start was way too good um, to rule out. Um, similarly, I think very elegant the main danger. Uh, it's a it's an outstanding horse. Again, something didn't seem to be 100% right last starts. Hopefully, there's there's no ill effects from that, and that can, it can run the great race um, that we know it can. Um, Animo, obviously, you can't rule Animo out with the 49.5 kilos on its back. Uh, it's uh, done everything asked of it, this preparation, last preparation, but it's up against some serious racehorses here. Um, as a youngster, they youngsters can perform well in this race and gate 10, we know it'll run on. Um, and you can't rule out, if, you, if you're saying that, Captivant. Uh, I think Captivant with... Uh, same weight on its back and it was going almost as good as animal on the line um, last start. It's going to get a good run uh, from gate one. Uh, when you're taking $4 to $19, that's not a bad price. Animal on top and I'm keen. Uh, I haven't been this keen to back a horse since Nature's Trip last week. I, I love the draw. I love the fact that Craig Williams doesn't have to think about it. He just pulls the outside. Uh, coming through the fastest guineas, I think it's record it's time for the race. Um, he reeled them in. If there's any rain, he swims. His best performance was in the wet at when he bolted in the size at Ranwick. And uh, I, I like the fact that all day I'm going to hear how he's got the job ahead of him from gate 10, and I'll just throw another 20 bucks every time I hear it on the day. Really keen to back it. Uh, I'm going to forgive if it's wet. I'm going to save on Very Elegant. If it's dry, I might save on Probabil. And I am going to have a place bet on Captive Aunt uh, for all the reasons you said. I think three-year-olds can run place placings here. And I, I can see it just from gate one. Yendo will, will figure his best chance is to roll straight to the front and try and get away with the uh, the no-weight uh, scenario. And I think can hold on a run of place. Taking on Zaki, I've been wrong. Uh, very rarely. And, um, yeah, keen to back Animo. Keen to back the three-year-old here. I think it's a very good horse. Uh so that's my feelings. And uh, and why are you taking on Zaki? Uh, I think it may have peaked a couple of runs early, taking on the theory that, which has been floated a bit, that the short spell from Queensland tends to produce peak runs earlier in the prep. And I thought it was very flat. I didn't have an issue with the riding. I just thought it was a flat run last time. J-Mac goes back on. You know, he is a freak. And maybe it was just the, the run he had to have. Um, I'll be wrong. But uh, I'll definitely be put in the quaddy, but just happy to bet around it. I think it's a great betting chance. And maybe the last time we see Animo before it uh, goes off to stud. So, yeah, that was my thoughts here. Uh, I thought probably it was fantastic, but I've, I'm scared of rain. I thought probably it was really good last time. And that form held up all right uh, through non-conformist running well in the um, Caulfield Cup last week. So uh, if it is dry, I'll have a, a saver on it, If but I won't. We know if it's wet, we can avoid that. Uh, but they're my thoughts here. That's all. Don't have much to add. Just Very good. A, yeah. Seeing a chance to have a crack. Uh, race 10. Is your battery all right there, Beaver? Yeah, it's all good, mate. Tessio Stakes is for the girls. Wraps us up at Mooney Valley, where if they're here, I'm keen to back the form out of the, the Sydney race, the Angst. More profit down here. More profits if she's here and not in the... Uh, the invitation uh, was good chasing uh, Mirror Vision last start and through the same race, Grace from Harmony was wide and unlucky and hit the line well enough, but is starting to test the friendship 
but I'll, I'll back them both here. Uh, just on the, just taking the Sydney form to the mares here. Uh, what are you thinking to wrap us up? Yeah, I'm going Grace and Harmony third up. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think this first two runs this prep have been really good. I think it gets to peak fitness now, and I think it gets out to the mile, which certainly suits. Uh, gate five, I think, uh, fair enough. And Wallace seems to produce these horses at the right time. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's not a race on Cup Day for it. So I think it'll run well here. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good. I like it. Do you want the Cox Plate Quaddy? Totally up to you, mate. <laughs> I'm easy. All right. I'll take it. Go on. Unless you want to swap. Did Oops. we get it last week? No, no. I can't remember if we got it last week. I can't remember. Anyway. Um, first leg, uh, Moody Valley. I'm going one out, forgot you. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, race seven, number one, the first leg. In the second leg, I'm going numbers uh, five, seven, ten, and twelve. Sounds good to me. In the Cox Plate, I'm going numbers one, six, nine, and ten. Beautiful. And to finish up the day, I'm going numbers three, four, six, nine, and 14. Cool. Uh, Yeah, Illa Ferry was not a bad Australian debut, actually. Illa Far. The 13, but I'm happy with those numbers, Beaver. Good job. For progretracing.com.au, your best and value at Mooney Valley. My value comes up in race 10, number 9, Grace and Harmony. I think it's going to be really hard to beat. And my best bet comes up in race 6, number 5, Elephant. Lovely. Uh, I'm going to agree with you. My value is Grace and Harmony as well in the last, number nine. And why not? I'll make Animo the best. Let's get into it. Uh, Cox Plate three-year-old Animo, my best of the day down there. Uh, I think obviously forgot you'll win too. But um, a good betting program at the Valley. I hope the uh, tri- there's no demons in the track and uh, it's a great punning day. We head to Sydney for the Invitation and the Bondi. A couple other pop-up million-dollar races here. Uh, where we haven't had any rain all week. It was supposed to bucket down from Tuesday. I haven't seen any of it yet. Uh, I believe there's a little bit coming through in the afternoon, but with the rail, I think the rail's in the 8-metre mark, and then 8-metre to the 1,000, 5 the remainder. If they haven't watered a week, let's just watch out for on pace um, Mm. for the day. If they've been holding off watering, I haven't done that proper my due diligence there, but uh, if they do get rain throughout the day, I don't think it's going to, like last week, it'll play... Okay, it'll be fine. So, yeah, just treating it. Be wary of on-pace bias is all I'd suggest there. Uh, we kick off with the two-year-olds again over the 1,000. You got any thoughts here? Uh, yeah, I like Contemporary. Uh, James Cummings' horse here, uh, favourite. It was a good second um, at its only race start, so I think it'll be very much improved by that um, experience. That, uh, that was... Its only start was at Flemington yeah. down the straight yeah. on a softish track. Uh, it was favourite in that race, had no cover. Um, the 
but just kept chasing harder the nine nine hundred, um, and then won a really good trial uh, back at Warwick Farm about a week ago. Uh, that was impressive. I think this is, I think it's a good bet at three dollars fifty. Agree. Yeah, I've got it on top, uh, and just the one at odds. I thought uh, Snitcat just never really got a crack at him up the straight. Gets Jason Collard on now, and uh, I'm just back in the race form to. Uh, be prevalent as it tends to be in these early two-year-old races. Um, but happy to start the day with the Godolphin favourite there. Race two, the highway. Have you uh, have you dabbled your time no, thank you. here? I even had the alarm ready for no, you. Thank you. Oh. Uh, I wasn't falling into that trick, mate. <sighs> All right, we'll save that for another day. Uh, the yeah. Brian. I knew you'd be. I knew. I knew you'd be waiting for me there, mate. And it ain't happening. All right, uh, I'll save that for another day. The Massar alarm. Uh, 1,200 metres, Brian Crowley over the 13, not 13, it's the time, 1340, uh, over the, uh, whatever bloody listed race it is, with some uh, some of these three-year-olds. Abel Willie, a nice enough debut, it's short now actually. Um, at Kenzo, yeah. uh, I think it fits in really well here and probably goes on to win this. Main danger, the the Wallace stablemate, Zarastro, who was good on debut against Paul Eel. And has trialled pretty well since, and I'd imagine if it's kicking off in a listed race, uh, Waller must have some opinion of it because he could have easily had a kill at Kenzo or somewhere and bought it here. So I think he's got the key to this, uh, and there's not a lot away from this, I don't think. Uh, anything to add? No, I think you're right. I think uh looks very hard to beat. As I reach for the fridge. Uh, race four, then, is the... Midway, benchmark 72. Uh, what are you thinking here? Yeah, look, I left this one alone as well. Um, found this a really tricky race here. Um, so I didn't, didn't have much to, to go by. Uh, I, I thought, too, I'm happy to back here at the price. Uh, Undeniable is flying, obviously, and uh, Jerl, who had beat home at Rose Hill, has since come out and won well at back at midweek level, and Rath Valley Miss had to sit outside lead in at that Randwick Kenzo meeting, and uh, in a decent enough race, uh, although Liston Varner didn't exactly stamp the form there, and uh, is a 15 bucks. Happy to have a saver on that and see how it goes coming back in distance here for Greg Hickman. But, uh, yeah, not a you know, not a massive race for me either. Race 5, the 1,400-metre Falonte Stakes. Well, we've got the... The horse down from uh, up north, one you're, you're pretty fond of, taking on some of these. What are you doing here? Yeah, it's a bit of a tricky race. I think the truck's going to play, could play a big part in this. I think if it is on pace and they're really suiting those up front, uh, Emerald Kingdom's going to be really hard to beat. It, look, I think I think it was a little bit butchered last start, to be honest. I, I tipped Apache Chase, and Apache Chase just sat on its back and ran past to Emerald King and yep. went way too hard uh, for a horse of Apache Chase's ability. Um, it's got it's carrying 60 here. It's going to need, you know, it's going to want the, the um, bias uh, for the on paces. Uh, that'll, that would really help it. Korea Dearest is a really good horse, a really promising horse. It raced in some pretty good company races last start, but you know it's going to get back in the field. Mm. Did you look uh, at the trials? That could help. Um, I didn't get a good look at its no, trials. It, they, 
were interesting. And the fact is, um, yeah, trolled a few times here. I, I'm not sure what's up with it, which is... But it, the thing is, you know what you get for Criteris, it's going to be last and you're going to have your heart in your mouth if you're going to going to back it. Sorry, keep going. Yeah, the last the last trial, I think they just put it out the back and just left it out there, didn't they? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, which they did all the way through. Um, so I don't know what what to make of that. So that's why I was a little bit of a little bit of a question mark over it. But if you go back to some of its form last preparation, um, hmm. it, it was pretty good uh, for a race like this. It'll get back in the field, but it's, it has got a pretty pretty good finish on it. Uh, so uh, I've lent for Creadiris, but uh, probably changed my mind if the truck was playing uh, for on paces. I've, I've just flipped around. I've gone with Emerald Kingdom just for map pattern here. I think it's going to roll along. And these leaders, Cuba and Quackerjack, are, are cooked. They're going to sit in front, and hopefully Tim Clark can pull out when he needs to and uh, and go past. I thought he was... Uh, the up-and-comer, I don't understand the weights here, but um, he's the up-and-comer and can win this. And uh, La, I think Star Spangled Banner can improve. has had a couple of fitness runs and uh, and might step up here. Just taking uh, – if it's swoopers and wet, then creative. Star Spangled Rodeo, you mean? Yeah, yeah, the other horse. Not quite Star Spangled Banner. I was just about to – can I get 20s for it? Probably, start, <laughs> probably starts favourite in this race, doesn't it? <laughs> probably get a bit of money for it. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> you're not given twenties. Um, yeah, let's move on then from that uh, little snafu. Benchmark seventy-eight is the mile race number six. Uh, what are you doing here? I'm I'm going to go for Shipley. Shipley, okay. I really liked the the winner Shipley last start. Uh, finished on very nicely down the middle of the track. Uh, c- continues to improve every start this preparation. It's now uh, what this will be its fifth start this preparation. The mile really suits, uh, drawn well in gate five to get a nice cozy run from Tommy Berry and uh, again can uh, blow past him in the last 200. Yeah, is Tommy Berry the, the go to jockey tomorrow with the, the three big ones all down? Looks like it, south, yeah. Looks like it, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, look, I, I've Gone Mar and Par. It, 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 how do you line up all these Waller ones? Um, but progressive and has been winning with a bit in hand all the way through this prep. I think rolls forward and sits close enough to on pace here, and uh, might have something. Might have something small. And Lady loves to gamble um, off the at the thirties, just because it's honest to be on pace in a race. I don't particularly like. Uh, obviously, Shibley dancing Gidget go my early quaddy for those taking notes. The 2,400 metre Tattersall City Cup is race number seven. Zarek, short price favourite here off the time off. What are you What are you thinking? Yeah, it's a pretty ordinary race. Um, some real tries in this that haven't won in a fair amount of time, to be honest. Um, it's... For that reason, I've just come back to Zarek just purely on the basis that it appears to be um, the horse with the most amount of potential in this race and its runs over this sort of distance have been pretty good. It was uh, less than two lengths behind Montefilia and Entente last start. Um, That's an outstanding run for this quality field. Prior to that, similar distance, uh, Shizadul and Montefilia 
And prior to that, over as a more unsuitable sort of 1500, was behind Soldier of Love that I think it had a nice win on the weekend. Um, so if you if you go back through its form, um, it's pretty good for a race like this. Fourth up, I think that's uh, now gets to the right point in its preparation to sh- probably put its best foot forward. Twenty four hundred suits, uh, and again Tommy Berry's on board. So you wouldn't want it any skinnier in the market. At, that's two dollar fifty mark, but. Uh, the reason is, is there's not a lot of horse in the race. Starting to feel like master of wind to me, Zarek. Uh, I'm keeps getting back though. But uh, I went looking for the horses on the quick backup here. Savvy Valentino, third run in ten days. Uh, it's going to turn up here and be fit and ready for the twenty four hundred. And Torrens backing up from last week and Hush Rider, who will push forward and might give him something to chase again. Uh, all on the quick backup and just looking for a different angle because I, I don't want to touch $2.40 Zarek. Uh, it might be heavily backed. I can see it being one of those ones that ends up being back to $1.60 and wins and I'll just get annoyed about it. But um, happy to play away from it just uh, because I can. <laughs> um, uh, for better or worse, race number eight is the 1,600-metre Bondi Stakes where we see the lead-up come through. Uh, the 1,500-metre, whatever it was called, race two weeks back where Hilal won. Uh, what are you thinking here? Stand for Well, um, kind of, if you look if you look through the lo- this form, you kind of, if you go away from the top two, you, you kind of drop. You just, it's really hard to find anything. You just keep going and, like, Coming back to the top two, they were pretty impressive last start. I thought I thought they they both showed that they got a bit of potential and a bit of quality. And uh, I just couldn't find anything outside the top two. And I just thought Halal's win last start was a little bit stronger than Coast Watch. I thought Coast Watch had every chance, and Halal went past it um, out to sixteen hundred here. Uh, drawn the six. I think Halal's got the better draw here. Uh, so I've stuck with Halal to probably beat Coastwatch. Same. Yeah, Halal, uh, I think Stan Fox is the right form. And uh, Halal was pretty strong through the line. Its best, probably its best run to date was the second in the Champagne over the mile at Randwick last prep. Uh, so I think uh, it's it looks obvious to me here. If you had to find one away from those two, I think Dufrance is the one just because it's going to lead yeah. with Josh Parr and give you a sight. Uh, if, I thought the same thing. So if you if you really want one for your trifectas, it'll be number seven Dufrance. But one from two, uh, I haven't added a lot here to that one. The Invitation, what's it worth? Two million? Something Yeah, $2 million. 1,400 metre race for the Mares. Where, well, firstly, how far would probability have won this race by? Yeah, probably uh, a bit. Probably, yeah. yeah. A fair way, uh, but in fairness, she's off to a cox plate and the bloke that's got the favourite, uh bloke that trains her trains a favourite here, so he might have a good day. Uh, the favourite I speak of is in, in Trivier, and I think it's probably immoral. It's a good day for Tommy Berry. Me too. He might pick up. He's, yeah. he's going to pick up half a mil tomorrow. Poor Tommy. Um, What's going to beat it? It's just he's just going to find somewhere in a running line. He's going to pull out and probably win this race. By as far as probably or might have, because uh, the, all the old ones are going no good. And uh, 
jury's out on the Phillies this year. So it was Startantes uh, and more profits. So, yeah, easy for me to back on Trevier. Uh, I think it's a good thing. And uh, do you have anything to add? Ah, look, I, I agree with you. I'm Trevier at uh, $3. I think that's outstanding price. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was outstanding first up. Uh, last start was given no chance, got way out of its ground in a, on a track that you just couldn't come from back in the field, uh, but was still pretty honest as they come. I think by this time of the day, where it's drawn, it's not going to hurt. And it's, yeah, Ice Bath is just not going good and Startantes, uh, while it's while it's been in good form and last start was was reasonable enough, it's not as, not to the quality of Entrevier and, uh, yeah, you're probably, you know, a horse like Nudge is probably one of the main dangers. Yeah, at least Nudge is on the, yeah, is fresh here. Uh, so, is, yeah, I think you're, you're probably right, actually, it might be the main danger drawn just inside it. Uh, but, yeah, good betting race set for me at least, and for you it sounds like. Um, race 10 is the benchmark 88 to wrap us up, where, well, what do you do if Gravina from gate one? Is that an issue for you? Uh, it's a slight issue, but uh, it's probably the second best bet on the day. Um, there's, some, there's some good bets. There's three or four really good bets here at uh, Warwick Farm as well, and this is one of them. It was... You know, got beat by Big Parade last start. He'd come out and frank that form, and um, it's it probably should have finished closer. To be honest, uh, it's got a really powerful sprint and a great turn of foot. I think if it can just get off the fence somehow oh, in the running line, um, it'll get the split and beat these. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I don't like Gate One. It it leaves a bit. Bit bit uh, uncomfortable, but I think it's it's the form horse here, uh, and I think you might you may have, depend how the track's playing. Look, if Karen can get it sitting, either leaders back or a, a pair back, and he gets some luck, it might not be a problem. But I don't think the rest I think is, it's going to matter. Yeah, as long as he gets even luck, he should she should be in the finish. Uh, the ones away from it, Kinlock just um, caught wide and had a lot too much to do first up. Uh, and, uh, you know, Bellucci Babe's honest and will run well, but uh, that's about it for me. And we will wrap up our thoughts for progretracing.com.au with, first of all, a Sydney Quaddy. I better do that and make sure uh, everyone's got the pen out for this, where I'll throw Zayrak in uh, just for you, Beaver. Three, four, eight, and nine, first leg. Second leg, one, two, and seven. Third leg, two, six, and 13. And we'll come home with six, nine, 11, and 13 for the quaddy. Uh, for progetracing.com.au, check out their free tips and extensive guides. Your best and value at Randwick. Yeah, my best bet comes up in race nine, number six, on Trivier. Uh, I think it'll be super hard to beat. And my value bet is race six, number six, Shibley. Very good. Uh, around the $6.50 mark. Yes. Uh, my best is on Trivier as well. Uh, she's there to win. And my value, I'll make Savvy Valentino in the staying race. Uh, as she just gets a saddle on, as she does every second day for Bjorn. So we've got Group 1 Manicado at Mooney Valley tomorrow night. We'll see how the track sets up for that. 
uh, where it's a very ordinary Group 1 sprint. I think Savatox still off the first up win. Will run well again and is good, easy enough to back. Uh, you can forgive ingratiating that race to sort of too bad to be true up the straight last start uh, and can, uh, with even luck, can be in the finish there. Uh, but And we see Lombardo in that race, Beaver, who's a horse you've you got a feel for. But I think Savatoxel's the, the quality sprinter of the field and um, hard to beat. Anything for us at Queensland? Um, just tomorrow night at Mini Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in race six, number two, the Gouch. I think it's going to be super hard to beat. Yep. Um, it's a horse that I like, so uh, keep your eye out for that. Um, and on Saturday up in Queensland, let me just flip to my form. Can't let the punters down. I do have a couple of bets up there. Um, where does my first one come up to? Some of the early races I was happy to let go up in up in Brizzy, um, sort of more looking towards the middle of the 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 races, race five, number one, Tiger Heart, uh, good first up run. I think it can run well and get us off to a winning bet. Um, and then my other ones came up really much later in the day, thought around the $6 mark in race eight, number seven, Dominarcha. Uh, third up will be hard to beat. Um, in race nine, number 12, Neutron, uh, tipped at last start. I'm going to stick with Neutron. And in the last, uh, another one that I've been backing is race 10, number two, Contemptuous. Very good. So it has been Show Us Your Tips. Uh, as I've said, if you've enjoyed the show, give us a bit of feedback. Let us know how you go. Uh, give us a subscribe. Thanks to the, everyone who's jumped aboard the last few months. You can also, as I've said, find us on Spotify, anywhere good podcasts are found, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Amazon, all that sort of thing. Uh Good luck, punters. Enjoy Cox Plate weekend, and we'll talk to everyone Tuesday night for our midweek preview. I'll catch you soon, Beaver, and uh, we'll talk soon.